Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. An intention to run again for office in 2024, another run at the White House. We've got some new reporting from NBC News correspondent Carol Lee on how the president would fund his reelection campaign. It's coming up at 810. The Dow finished up 197, NASDAQ up 87, S&P 500 up 27, 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Nearly five years after Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, the island is deluged by Hurricane Fiona, and more than 1.3 million people have no power and bank with FEMA. We have 10 times the meals and water. We also have three times the generator support than we had prior to Hurricane Maria. More from CBS's Christian Benavides. More rain is in the forecast, and flash flood warnings are in effect. Earlier, the National Weather Service tweeted a warning to residents, move to higher ground immediately. Puerto Rico's governor says they're seeing unprecedented amounts of water. In some cases, more than during Hurricane Maria in 2017. Hurricane Fiona has hit the Dominican Republic and is expected to move north towards Bermuda. A judge in Baltimore overturned the murder conviction of Anan Saeed and ordered him released. The true crime podcast serial brought his case to a wide audience. WTOP's Kyle Cooper with He more. walked out of the courthouse to supporters in front of the courthouse. Not a lot of emotion displayed from him in the courthouse or outside, although it was right behind him as he came out and he did raise his hand to his supporters and smile before he got into a police van. So he is out. The state has 30 days to decide whether or not to retry Saeed. Texas authorities have opened uh, an investigation into the migrants who ultimately ended up on Martha's Vineyard. Several of the asylum seekers told officials that someone in Texas approached them near an aid center offering jobs and assistance if they flew to Massachusetts. A final farewell for Queen Elizabeth II. Take out of this transitory life unto his divine mercy. More from CBS's Charlie Daggett. And so it ends with a spectacular send-off no nation could ever rival. Queen Elizabeth's 70 years of reign came to a close with splendor and sadness. The coffin carried from Westminster Hall to Westminster Abbey, where world leaders had already arrived. President Joe Biden, one of a handful of those allowed to make their own way, but assigned a seat 14 rows back. The queen has been laid to rest next to her husband on the Windsor Castle grounds. The White House announces that the Taliban has released American contractor Mark Frerichs as part of a prisoner swap that included the release of a Taliban drug lord in prison in the U.S. Frerichs had been held hostage in Afghanistan since the abduction in 2020. His father saying... He's a survivor, and I f felt pretty confident that, you know, he could survive if you just got dumped on a street or something. This is Dell's semi-annual sale has arrived. Save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL. 803 here on WTOP. Monday evening, September 19th, 2022. Gaithersburg has 72 degrees, dropping to the 60s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. The man police have called the shopping cart killer 
has now been indicted on five counts in the deaths of two women in the Harrisonburg, Virginia area. Last week, a judge forwarded suspect Anthony Eugene Robinson's case to the grand jury for two counts of first-degree murder and two counts of hiding the bodies of Beth Redman and Tonita Smith. Today, the grand jury added the count of aggravated murder. If he's convicted, Robinson could be sentenced to life in prison. He's also suspected, but not yet charged, in the deaths of two women in Fairfax County and one in D.C. Virginia school systems are reacting to Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed policies for LGBTQ students. They include restricting which bathrooms and personal pronouns transgender students can use at school. Arlington County Public Schools says it continues to support the rights of transgender, non-binary, and gender-fluid students and remains committed to providing welcoming, safe, and supportive school environments. Over to Fairfax County Public Schools, a similar sentiment. They say the school system remains committed to safe, respectful, and inclusive learning spaces. There is a stronger statement out tonight from the Fairfax Education Association that represents about 4,000 teachers. It calls the proposed policies dangerous. In a statement, the teachers' union says the policies are really about imposing one's beliefs onto other people. Over in Prince William County, the school board chair, Babur Latif, tells WTOP that they are still looking at the legal implications of the new rules, but all students, they say, come first in Prince William County schools, regardless of their race, religion, or gender, or sexual orientation. And Loudoun County Public Schools simply says it has no comment now. Craig Conniff is a professor at the University of Virginia School of Law. He tells WTOP the federal courts will have to consider whether the new rules, if approved, violate Title IX. Which is the federal statute that prohibits sex discrimination or the federal constitution, and in passing may also comment on state law. Now, the Supreme Court has said that discrimination based on sex and similar statutes includes discrimination based on gender identity, and the prohibitions apply to both. So it would seem that the federal courts should come down in saying that discrimination based on sex here would also include and prohibit discrimination based on gender identity. The new policies would not go into effect until after a 30-day public comment period expected to start next Monday. Legal challenges are expected. It's 8.06. Right now, if you get caught speeding by a traffic camera around here and the ticket includes only a fine, some D.C. lawmakers think that should change, that the ticket should also put a point on your license. If we are going to use automated traffic enforcement, then our automated traffic enforcement laws need to have some teeth to it to change behavior. Christina Henderson, D.C. Council at Large, is among co-sponsors of legislation that would put one point per ticket on the license of a vehicle owner for speed camera infractions. If someone were to accumulate enough points by which their license is suspended, it is not because you couldn't pay the fine. It is literally because you are driving recklessly on our streets. Christy King, WTOP News. A big question coming up in the next couple of years, sooner than that actually, is President Biden running for re-election? He talked about his intention to do so on 60 Minutes last night. We have some new information from NBC about how any such campaign would be funded, and we'll talk about it next with Carol Lee of NBC News. Stay with us. It's one of the world's most popular operas. Now see it on the big screen at Audi Field. Sunday, September 25th, Washington National Opera presents a free broadcast of Carmen. Arrive early for family-friendly activities, your favorite concessions, chances to win prizes, and more. Then the main event, Bizet's Block Buster with the music you know and love. Gates open at 2 p.m. 
Don't miss Opera on the Field, presenting sponsor Mars Incorporated. More at kennedy-center.org. Coach Bruce Boudreaux here. Yeah, I'm a busy man these days, but sometimes you make time to share exciting news. And it's time for the Thompson Creek Window Company's biggest sale of the year. For a limited time only, save 25% off everything. You listening? Same great windows, designed, built, and installed without the supply chain delays that have been slowing the competition down to a crawl. Hey, the biggest sale of the year does not happen often. It's your call. The best call, though, 855-57-CREEK. Do it! Check out. DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV, with more reporters in the field than anyone else, and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com watch to check your local listings. Mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. Good to have you here tonight. It's 8.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right. What had been a fairly quiet evening has now gotten a little busier. Southbound 95, as you approach the Fairfax County Parkway, just after the exit for Backwick Fullerton, the crash, tying up both sides of the roadway. You're essentially now squeezing by single file through the center of the roadway. Initially, it looked like you were getting by to the right, but it definitely looks like now center of the road gets by, and that's it, single file. Be careful coming off the, both loops of the Beltway, actually, to go south on 95, and for folks coming off of 395 as well. Have been a report of a disabled vehicle southbound 395 near Edsel Road. That was cleared from the roadway, so all lanes are open. Remnants of the crash in Springfield, Northbound on Backlick Road, between Springfield Boulevard and Old Keen Mill Road. You have been under police direction. That crash may now be wrapped up and cleared. Ongoing and cleanup and investigation of the incident that occurred this afternoon in McLean. Georgetown Pike still closed between Chambridge Road and Langley Lane as a result. Again, traffic redirected each way. Uh, a lot of folks were using the George Washington Parkway as a workaround through McLean, so just keep that in mind. 123 seems to be moving pretty well despite that closure, so just keep that in mind. Uh, Beltway in Virginia and Maryland for now, no big issues. Looks like they're starting to set up work. Over at the Bay Bridge, it looks like at least westbound on the westbound span, we've got the two right lanes closed, maybe setting up for two-way traffic for an eastbound span closure. We'll keep you posted. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. It'll be clear to partly cloudy across the region tonight. Behind a weak front, it's going to turn a bit less muggy. Look for lows in the 60s. Sunny, breezy, warm on Tuesday, but the humidity will be much lower. Look for a high in the middle 80s. Increasing clouds on Wednesday. Watch out for a shower by sunset. Highs mid to upper 80s. A few showers on Thursday, ending in the afternoon. It's going to be breezy, cooler, and less muggy. High 75 to 80. Lots of sunshine, breezy, and cool on Friday with highs only around. I'm Storm Team for a meteorologist, Mike Stennerford. At the wharf in D.C., it's 79. Oxon Hill, 79 degrees at National Harbor. And Sterling, 75, dropping to the middle 60s tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8-11. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Is President Biden running for re-election? Here's some of what he told 60 Minutes on CBS. Look, my intention, as I said to begin with, is that I would run again. But it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision? 
that I run again, that remains to be seen. We talk about this with NBC News correspondent Carol Lee, who reports the president's aides are quietly assembling a campaign while they wait for President Biden's final decision. President Biden is running until he's not running. And what he said in that 60 Minutes interview was very striking because he's not made this final decision and it's largely hinged on this family meeting that he's expected to have sometime toward the end of the year, typically. And that that'll be when the final decision comes and that what we're told is not to read too much into his comments to mean that he isn't running. The plan currently as it's being discussed is for the president to if there is a re-election campaign and there right now all preparations are for a re-election campaign but that it would be structured so the Democratic National Committee would house the bulk of the campaign activities and there would be a very small official 2024 Biden campaign effort. Now, what that does is give the president some flexibility in terms of timing to say he can announce formally as late or as early as he wants to, because that infrastructure is already going to be built out by the DNC. It also saves him a lot of money because the DNC can raise a ton more money than a presidential campaign, which has stricter restrictions in terms of the amount that a campaign can raise, and it already has built-in staff, on-the-ground operations in battleground states, a war room, a number of things that a campaign, a presidential campaign, would have to put pay money for. I'm in no way predicting a Biden versus Trump rematch, <laughs> although we could be going there. You can't really argue against yeah. it either. Would Joe Biden be placed at any kind of disadvantage going this route rather than the individual donor route? So in some ways, you could argue that financially speaking, he could be at an advantage because of the massive amounts of money the DNC can raise because of the lack of restrictions there in terms of fundraising. You know, the numbers are pretty staggering when you really dive into them in terms of what a party can raise versus what a committee can raise. A single donor can give to the DNC up to $875,000 a year compared to $2,900, which is the cap on a contribution to a candidate, a presidential campaign. So financially, there could be an advantage and DNC has a lot of infrastructure on the ground in states, grassroots operations that can do a lot of things, get out the vote, and, and that sort of stuff. And so he there wouldn't need to be time and money invested in, in that either. And it's also worth noting that President Biden has said he hopes that there is a rematch between himself and former President Trump, hoping that if he does run, then that's the case. NBC News correspondent Carol Lee tonight on WTOP on the prospects of a Biden 2024 campaign. Watching a tie game here between the Bills and Titans, and there's more NFL football. It's a division rival of the Commanders coming up in about 15 minutes. Rob will break it all down next. Do you have an air conditioning emergency? If so, you need HVAC 911. Call 301-939-0499 or visit HVAC911.com backslash EC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The most skilled and experienced HVAC technicians in the DMV are only call away with HVAC 911. It's summer and it's hot. Get help now with the trained and trusted technicians of HVAC 911. Call 301 939 
1-800-926-0499 or visit HVAC911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Our HVAC 911 metro area preferred contractors are here to service your emergencies, plan maintenance for your furnace and air conditioners, or to install a new efficient system. Call 301-939-0499 or visit HVAC911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Brought to you by Steamfitters Local 602. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15, and we go to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Nationals still find themselves trailing the Atlanta Braves by a score of 1-0. Dimitri, we're in the top of the fourth inning, two outs. And uh, Corey Abbott isn't playing badly on the mound for the Nats. Uh, three innings, giving up only uh, one run on two hits, but one of those hits happens to be a solo home run. Uh, so therein lies the difference in this ball game so far. And uh, right now, the uh, Baltimore Orioles find themselves in a 5 nothing hole against the Detroit Tigers. This one top of the fourth inning, and it's in this frame that the Tigers are uh, currently in the midst of a four-run inning. And, oh, by the way, the Orioles getting no hit uh, so far, uh, striking out three. The uh, Monday Night Football, hey, Double your pleasure tonight, huh? Game one in Buffalo, a 7-7 contest in the second quarter. The Bills and Titans uh, traded opening drive touchdowns to start this one. And there are just a few minutes from kickoff in Philadelphia between the Eagles and Vikings. The Washington Commanders still trying to get their defensive act together. The unit currently one of the league's worst by allowing an average of 29 points and just over 400 yards through the first two games. Are these guys even studying Ron Rivera? I'd like to believe so, because I thought some of the things they did last week, with the exception of a couple of explosive plays, were, were pretty good. You know, um, but, I, you know, I, I would say this. There are a lot of young guys on that football field for us. You know, if you go through the list, you, you'll see that that is a young group of guys. And, you know, they're still learning, growing. They're going to make mistakes. This is year three, Dimitri. Yes. At what, at what point is this no longer an excuse? You could almost have uh, played that soundbite a couple of years ago. Man, I could have played this every year for the last <laughs> 30 years. The offensive line suffered a big blow in Detroit. Rivera said uh, center Chase Ruiz's leg injury likely to land him on short-term injured reserve. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Okay, Rob, we've got the top stories we're following for you tonight, and Baltimore's Adnan Syed is now out of prison. A judge has overturned Syed's 1999 murder conviction, telling prosecutors they have a month to order a new trial or dismiss all charges. The case was chronicled by the popular serial podcast in 2014, which raised major questions about whether Syed was guilty. He was convicted of killing his classmate and girlfriend, Heyman Lee. Stay with WTOP for more about this story in minutes. Montana will now allow transgender people to change their birth record. As we hear from CBS News reporter Stacey Lynn. After months of saying no, Montana's health department now says it will follow a judge's ruling and temporarily allow transgender people to change the gender on their birth certificates. The judge said health officials made calculated violations of his order, which had told them to stop enforcing a law blocking them from doing so unless they had undergone surgery. The Department of Public Health and Human Services issued a statement saying even though they disagree, they will now comply with the order. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. It looks like they're trying to consolidate everything in Springfield on southbound 95 as you leave Springfield headed toward Newington before the Fairfax County Parkway. They did have traffic stop momentarily. They've got most everything over to the left shoulder. Maybe still have the left lane closed, but the traffic flow is definitely getting better. 
The express lanes do get by without delay. But again, for now, the main line getting better quickly with everything all confined to the left side of the roadway. So good news there. Once you clear that, brief delay in Woodbridge approaching 123. Beyond that, nothing else anyway so far. Headed toward Fredericksburg, 95 North looks good so far. Uh, Georgetown Pike remains closed in McLean between Chambridge Road and uh, uh, Langley Lane as a result of the ongoing investigation, so keep that in mind. Uh, if you're traveling in Maryland, starting to set up road work. 70 westbound near US 29 uh, should be setting up along the left side there, so be careful. No big delay as a result. Just beginning to stage the work on southbound 270 near 85. Once that's fully in place, you get by single file to the left there and maybe setting up on the northbound side there as well. And again, they are setting up on the Bay Bridge. It looks like, at least for now, on the westbound side, you've got two right lanes closed. So stay left to get around that work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast now from Mike Stenford. A weak front pushing through the area over the next several hours. No real weather with this front. We're going to range from clear to partly cloudy tonight. By morning, it will turn less muggy. Look for lows in the 60s. Sunny, breezy, warm on Tuesday, but the humidity will be lower and will get up to a high in the middle 80s. Increasing clouds on Wednesday, a warm day with the risk of a late-day shower. Highs mid to upper 80s. A few showers on Thursday. They'll end in the afternoon. It's going to be breezy, cooler, and less muggy. Highs 75 to 80. Sunny and breezy on Friday. Highs only around 70. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stineford. Right now at Tyson's, we're at 79. Crofton, also 79 degrees. And in D.C. at LaFont Plaza, 79. Gradually falling to the mid-60s late tonight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Straight ahead here, the latest on Hurricane Fiona and the path of destruction through the Caribbean. Stay with us on WTOP at 820. Here's Matt Mandrock, the head of U.S. Public Sector at Zoom on Workplace Reimagined, sponsored by Zoom. Employees now are demanding autonomy, flexibility, and most important, the need for technology to support the way of working. The government is needing to you know, meet these fast-changing demands, and it's essential for a virtual experience to be as good as, if not better, than an in-person experience. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zoom. Across the virtual halls of government, federal employees trust Zoom for government communications and collaboration and to engage with the public in serving their mission. Zoom for government with ATOs across the federal spectrum is U.S.-based, using the AWS GovCloud and two co-located data centers. Zoom has authorizations and attestations with FedRAMP, DOD's impact level classification, FIPS 140 cryptography, and supports over 300 NIST controls. Learn more at carousoft.com slash Zoom. A new local program to help the unhoused. Thousands of dollars going to hundreds of families for them to be able to afford a place to rent. The story coming up. What do you have for us today, Charlotte? Charlotte is the little sister of the tooth fairy. Charlotte is the junk fairy. If you have stuff in your shed that you haven't used in the past 12 months. Yes. You're not storing stuff. You've got junk. Turn your storage shed into a shed that you can use again. Give yourself some space to maneuver. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. 
At Len the Plumber, we know plumbing issues can be stressful. No one understands this more than our plumbers. Nobody's excited to call a plumber. My approach is to allow that customer to feel comfortable with me in their house and to go over any and all options of what repairs they can make to their home for whatever budget suits them. Our promise of same-day service seven days a week isn't just an option. It's who we are. The only way to get a plumber today, just call them a plumber. This is WTOP News. 823, Hurricane Fiona is causing catastrophic damage with some parts of Puerto Rico seeing more than 22 inches of rain so far. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides with the latest. Puerto Rico's governor says they're seeing unprecedented amounts of water. In some cases, more than during Hurricane Maria in 2017, the electrical grid was decimated in that storm, and Fiona knocked out power again. Officials warn it's going to be days before most of the island is restored. So far, there's only been one death associated with Fiona, a 70-year-old man who tried to refill his generator with gasoline while it was still running. New this evening, there's been a departure delay for a Maryland task force headed to Puerto Rico to try to help out. A chartered FEMA flight will not take off this evening, but hopes to depart from BWI Marshall as early as tomorrow morning. WTOP's Melissa Howell has more on the mission. The Maryland Task Force One Urban Search and Rescue Team out of Montgomery County is one of 28 teams across the nation under FEMA. Joe Kiefer is the task force leader. His team is heading to Puerto Rico out of BWI. We have 35 people with us. Participating agencies are from Howard County Fire and Rescue, D.C., and Prince George's Fire Department. From doctors and engineers to hazardous material specialists, the team of 24 is ready to get to work. Our first mission once we get there is basically going to do a quick recon to the affected areas and get people that need the most help. The Kiefer says it's about doing good things on the ground and saving lives. It's an honor to be able to go do that, and everybody here is highly motivated. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. It's a leg up out of homelessness for 600 families in the district over the next couple of years. A new pilot program is called the Career Mobility Action Plan. It'll give up to $10,000 cash to those families to help them pay for housing and food as they look for work or to go to school. It's aimed at helping families who are at risk of losing their government benefits if they earn more income. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street began the week with a modest advance. Investors holding their breath with the Fed about to begin a two-day policy meeting. The Dow gained 197. The S&P rose 27. The Nasdaq added 87. Higher mortgage rates are putting the squeeze on home prices. Zillow reports the value of a typical U.S. home fell three-tenths of one percent in August. That's the most since 2011. Rising interest rates, inflation, and lagging wage growth have more Americans carrying credit card balances. Creditcards.com says 60% of people with credit card debt have been carrying balances for a year or more. American Express has the Help Wanted sign out as it looks to hire 1,500 software engineers, coders, and developers. That's on top of more than 3,600 technical workers it has already added this year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets are rallying so far. Tokyo stocks higher than 1%. Coming up, the subject of the serial podcast will be sleeping outside of a prison cell tonight. After a judge overturned his murder conviction, the story is not over yet, though. We've got the latest after traffic and weather. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned... 
Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.